Hey, and welcome to today's episode where our somatic experiencing therapist, Kira, is here to hold space for you. I hope that these exercises help you. Enjoy. So I wanted to go through um, a burnout exercise that I actually use for myself and I do with clients and I thought we could do it together. I wanted to go ahead and read a quote first about, um, about burnout. There is a soul weariness that comes with caring from daily doing business with the handiwork of fear. Sometimes it lives at the edges of one's life brushing against hope and barely making its presence known. At other times, it comes crashing in, overtaking one with its vivid images of another's terror, with its profound demands for attention, nightmares, strange fears, and generalized hopelessness. And that is a quote by Beth Hoodnall Stam, who has a PhD. The exercise that I'm going to be sharing with you this evening is um, inspired by the Somatic Psychotherapy Toolbox, which I highly recommend if you like somatic exercises and practices. So, you know, even just from that quote that I read, you know, we all have so many unknowns, uncertainties in our own personal lives, in our communities, in like the country and, you know, even world as a whole. And, you know, when we don't know it, when there's fear and unknown, it starts to wear on us and, and take a toll. Um, it can be associated with stress, with trauma. Um, you know, if we all probably have, I've yet to meet someone who doesn't have stress or trauma. We all have varying amounts of stress and trauma. So when we have burnout, it's kind of just makes more intense the stress and the trauma that we already had before the burnout came in. So I'm going to go ahead and go through a checklist. This is not a complete list. This is the beginning of a list. You know, we can just keep adding to this list, but this is, this is a beginning. This is a platform for us to start noticing uh, what burnout feels like, maybe even identifying that we're burnt out and didn't realize it. So this is not a comprehensive list. This is a beginning. So I'm going to go through this list. And, you know, even as I'm, as I'm sharing these, I just want to invite you to track what's happening in your own system internally, your felt sense, your nervous system, and, and just jot down some notes in your journal. These are possible symptoms. Um, so one is isolation from others. Maybe you you know, and this is a hard one because COVID like, can't be with others as much as you usually might like to. But for example, let's say you usually do like Tuesday night potluck with your friends and, you know, suddenly you don't want to be around anyone else. You just kind of like want to do your own thing. And, um, you know, I want to just distinguish that there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking alone time, taking care of yourself, self-care. It's not like you always have to be around people all the time, but you know, isolation from others in the sense that like you're like repetitively either canceling plans or rejecting plans, um, really making a point to not reach out or not engage in ways that you used to. Just check in as I'm sharing these and notice how it lands for you and write any notes down in your journal that you may have. Um, the next one is excessive blaming, feeling resentful. Oh my gosh, I feel like this is such a big one. You know, um, not to say that nothing is ever anyone else's fault, but excessive blaming, like every single thing that goes wrong, every single thing that happens, it's their fault. You know, 
That light turned red because the guy in front of me wasn't driving fast enough. I'm out of sour cream because my husband always just uses it all up. You know, just every little thing is just like a big blame and feeling resentful. Like you just really can't just let it go. It's just like a thorn in your side and it's really bothering you. It's really affecting you. The next one is a really big one for me. Um, easily overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, I, I like to think of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Um, it's like every little thing just like sends you out, out of the room, out, off the roof. Like you're just like beyond overwhelmed. You know, I <laughs> sign a burnout, you know, it's, we've all been there. We've all experienced it, but you know, if someone asks you, like your roommate asks you to pick up milk at the grocery store and you're already going to be there, probably, you know, maybe not going to be the most overwhelming request. Um, and if it is totally okay, but it's helpful to know um, that, uh, you know, that's something indicating that you're maybe feeling a little burnt out right now, maybe time to scale back a little bit. Uh, maybe time to like stop offering so many things. So boundaries are so valuable and burnout is, huh, boundaries are very important for the burnout. Absolutely. Scaling back activities and then, you know, feeling the boundaries and differentiating. What am I, you know, needing to do and what am I volunteering to do? Um, the next one is stuck emotions that you were unable to express. Um, you know, sometimes it's like, again, there's so many things like getting compiled into your, your mind. Um, I always joke, even though it's not really funny, like the mental load, <laughs> um, you know, it's like, sometimes we're just like, I mean, you know, always aware of everything going on mentally in a household. And it's, again, it's like all those little things and you lay down at the end of the night, or you're even sitting on the couch or sitting down for dinner and like, you don't really feel good, but you don't really know what you're feeling. It's just like, there's been so many little things that you've taken on and agreed to and done that you really haven't had a chance to catch your breath and you don't feel good, but you don't really know how to tell anyone why you don't feel good or what to do differently. So stuck emotions that you're unable to express. Oh my gosh, this next one, irritability tendency towards aggressive outbursts. I don't know about you guys, but I have definitely been seeing this recently. Um, I even, it's actually not funny. It's, it's, I, I have a lot of emotion towards it, but you know, sometimes you gotta laugh or else you'll cry. I, I read an article recently about I'm trying to remember it was a couple months ago now, but, uh, basically there's like this aggressive, confrontation, I would say, in a grocery store. And, you know, I, I just, I've been seeing these articles more and more. It's, you know, people are on edge. So something that might've been little is now like, you know, enough for someone to like get really angry. And, you know, I, I feel like the, these aggressive outbursts happen a lot in the kitchen, you know, cooking dinner, kids are watching TV, but it's loud. Your husband comes in and he's upset about whatever happened. It's like, why don't you just blah, 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 whatever it is. Like, you know, there's these aggressive outbursts. So again, just not to shame ourselves or feel bad, but if this one resonates with you, just jot it down and, and just notice it. You know, we're going to go through self-care next. Next one, frequent troubles with others, misunderstandings. Um, this one, I, I feel like can also show up a lot with scheduling. Um, you know, there's been chapters of my life where I was, not as aware as I am today. And I would 
overbook myself, be burnt out. Um, really actually in school is when it's happened a lot. You just have so many tasks and before you know it, you're overbooking yourself, forgetting meetings, uh, forgetting commitments. And, you know, then you're, it's like a misunderstanding. You thought someone else picked up the kids or that, you know, you canceled the meeting, but you didn't send the email or the text never sent. So, you know, it's also related to when we're burnt out, we tend to speed up. The nervous system tends to like go into like hyperactivation mode. It's a good time to slow down. If you're starting to notice some of these burnout, uh, you know, signs and symptoms are resonating, a really great reminder is to slow down. Um, another one is compulsive behaviors. Maybe you um, quit smoking five years ago and all of a sudden all you can do is like want to smoke cigarettes or, you know, you're back to like your junk food eating or you bite your nails and suddenly like your nails are like bit down to the quick. Um, you know, just kind of noticing like these kind of compulsive obsessive behaviors that maybe you're doing. So probably a sign of burnout. Maybe we're just going to wait and see. You're probably getting a sense by now if you're watching this, if, if this is you or not. Um, next one is such a red flag. Oh my gosh. And also such like the devil's advocate, lack of self-care. When we're burnt out, <laughs> we forget to take care of ourselves, And when we don't care, take care of ourselves, guess what? Leads to more burnout. It's like that vicious cycle. So if you're noticing, oh my gosh, I usually um, watch my rewire video every day and take my dog for a walk and, you know, drink my cup of tea before I just like zone out and watch a movie. And I haven't done that in two weeks. Like, ooh, maybe, you know, it's time to get back into those self-care habits, whatever they may be. Just another like tidbit. I, I love to, um, you know, remember to even take like a deep breath for self-care. Self-care can look differently when we're busy. Maybe sometimes we have time to like do our yoga practice or, um, you know, go for a walk in the, in the evening or, um, you know, schedule a massage here and there. When we're really busy, we might not always be able to do those things. So if self-care changes, that's okay. I mean, ideally, of course, we want to be consistent. But at times, self-care might need to just adjust and be shorter or look a little bit differently, especially like as, you know, at least in the Western Hemisphere, we're getting closer to fall and, you know, the light's changing. So lack of self-care and be creative with your self-care. You know, I, I really want to point that one out. So this next one is nightmares. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, this is such a big one that really speaks to me. I would be checking this one off in my book. If you're also, I'd say, disrupted sleep. If you usually sleep really well and all of a sudden you're tossing and turning and, you know, waking up from nightmares and having like night sweats and just not sleeping well, like there's a whole, first of all, myriad of things that could be going on. But if you're really busy, I think the first thing is to notice like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm burnt out right now and I need to take some stuff off my schedule. I need to scale it back and start doing self-care. So nightmares, and I'm going to add in disrupted sleep too. But next one is chronic physical ailments. Gut health is a big one. Um, you know, I won't go too much into depth uh, because, you know, this shows up differently for all of us, but it's one of those things. We know it. We know that stress isn't good for us, but taking the time to, to readjust and, you know, really listen to our body, um, you know, like the book, Body Keeps Score. Our body's talking to us. It's good to listen. Apathy towards life events, friends, and work. That one also kind of, for me, can uh, circle back to the isolation from others. If, 
you know, you're really not feeling the connection that you, that you usually feel, you know, it's going to wear on you. And it's a really good sign that there might be some burnout happening. Also difficulty concentrating. It's a big one. Um, being tired all the time. You know, if it's normal to be tired, of course, like we all go through ebbs and flows. It's not like every day you're going to feel amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love if you did, but we're going to be more tired some days and have more energy other days. And, um, you know, if you're tired mentally, physically, emotionally, energetically day after day after day, there might be something else there. It's a good time to, you know, uh, reach out to your therapist, go to the doctor, uh, maybe check in if you're overscheduling yourself and experiencing some burnout. This next one is huge. High use of media. Um, you know, I think we all use media way more now than we did five years ago, 10 years ago. Let's see, 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago, there's media, but you know, it just keeps changing and evolving. So I, you know, this is a double edged sword, this one for me, because I think it can be really healing to put on a funny movie or, you know, feel connection to people through social media. Obviously, the Rewire Community Facebook, amazing. Um, this group is so supportive. And so is it bad to use media? Of course not. But if you're feeling like you're doing that to, to tune out life or you're doing that instead of like hanging out with real life friends or, you know, your responsibilities are falling to the wayside, it might be time to check yourself. Start using a timer, noticing like, what are you feeling when you impulsively like click onto the Facebook app? Um, being in denial about a problem. It's always good to like have an open mind. Uh, being reluctant for change, you know, life is change, it's inevitable and easier said than done. But if you're feeling really tense and guarded and bracing about any kind of change in your life, you know, maybe just check in, like, is it really worth fighting against as hard as you are? Chances are that maybe there's a little bit of, um, you know, room for uh, improvement there lack of flex flexibility, lack of future vision. If you're having a hard time visualizing yourself or even imagining what life's going to look like in like six months, a year, five years, you know, it might be time to like slow down and take care of yourself. Um, I think it's really valuable to have a, you know, not have every detail of your life planned out necessarily. However, if you want to, that's not necessarily, you know, terrible, but to have a vision, you know, something that gets you excited to get out of bed every morning, you know, whether it's a vacation you're saving for, or, um, you know, a job that you're training for, or a lifestyle change that you're working up to. These visions are, they're important. You know, they, they, in my opinion, they hold, uh, they should hold a place in our life, you know, maybe not be everything, but I've personally gained a lot out of having vision boards. And I've, you know, had a lot of clients and friends also, um, benefit a lot from them. So if you're struggling to even picture life in a few years, it might be, might be a good time to scale back the burnout. General negativity and depression of every little thing. It's just like a thorn in your side and you're depressed and you just can't really feel that like energy, your life force. You know, first of all, that's a really hard place to be. So I want to encourage you to just you know, do even micro things each day. Like when you wake up, not just hopping on the social media, give yourself five minutes, just five minutes to do your stretching or taking three deep breaths. If five minutes is too much, do three deep breaths, maybe stretch your arms and your shoulders and then, you know, get out of bed. And then if you still need to do the social media, then do that. But 
you know, when you're feeling depressed and negative, just finding little things, these little self-cares can be such a game changer. Inability to complete tasks, feeling ineffective. Oh my gosh, I feel that so much. It's really valuable to be able to see the good work that you're doing in the world, especially when life is hard and, and stressful. Um, okay, this is a big one. Somatic complaints that can't be explained. This is a big population I work with, uh, syndromal people. So unexplainable symptoms like headaches, again, trouble sleeping, uh, gut problems, chronic pain. Um, let's see what else. Oh, digestive issues, stomach aches. I mean, the list goes on. Joint pain. I guess I'd go under chronic pain, but yeah, your body's talking to you. You got to listen. Um, the next one is lack of physical drive and energy. That for me really goes um, with a general negativity and depression. But give yourself again that the opportunity to just do a five minute practice, just do a few deep breaths, just find these little things, maybe drinking, treating yourself to like a special cup of tea to drink. Um, and this is my favorite part of this evening. We're going to talk about how to heal burnout. I'm going to go through some of what uh, I have saved. And, and if you have some, please add them into. But for me, flowers is one. Kindness towards yourself. What are you, What's going well? What have you been doing a great job with? Give yourself some credit. Pack yourself on the back. Um, make a list, a gratitude list. Um, I got out of bed today. I took a shower. I brushed my teeth. Um... I put my shoes on, you know, start small. It doesn't have to be moving the world in a day. Start small with whatever you're doing. Ooh, this one's good. Admitting the burnout problem, taking small action steps towards your health. Number one, admitting and acknowledging. Oh my gosh, I have been so irritable and angry lately. I'm so embarrassed, but I am burnt out and it is okay. We all get burnt out. In fact, probably most people are burnt out on varying degrees right now. So Admitting and acknowledging burnout is happening is so valuable and so important. And I hope this, you know, exercise is helpful and brings some light to some of you. Having compassionate body awareness, um, finding flexibility, capacity, um, love and compassion inside of yourself towards whatever's coming up in your body, whether it's achy joints or, you know, your gut is not feeling so good. Maybe you're really eating all that comfort food that's not actually making you feel so good. Have compassion for yourself. It's okay. Find a way to offer yourself love. And, you know, from there, make the shift. Eat one vegetable instead of zero vegetables in the day. Or order a salad instead of the burger if you're, you know, feeling really unhealthy. Mindfulness moment and practices. Oh my gosh, come join us on these Facebook Lives because this is the perfect opportunity to do this. It's like, you know, you don't even have to work. You just come and enjoy and we get to bounce energy off each other. Awareness of the problem. Again, admitting the issue to yourself, maybe getting a little bit more clear on I'm overscheduling, I've overcommitted, I'm not getting enough sleep. Sleep's a big one that contribute to uh, burnout. Almost noticing what is the problem and how can you help yourself? Um, I'm going to add this one in sleep and self care. Oh my gosh, such big ones. When you are not feeling well, a good night's sleep can do wonders. Obviously, if you have a baby or a lot of kids or crazy work schedule, easier said than done. But even the 30 minute nap, um, letting yourself rest a little bit on the couch, wh wherever, you know, giving yourself a lunch break to rest in your car, 
these things make big differences. And, you know, again, reintegrating your self-care, whether it's five minutes of yoga in the morning or going on a walk, a five-minute walk on your lunch break or before you sit on the couch at night, just finding these little ways to integrate self-care again. Accept that you're on the path of recovery. Accept that you haven't been feeling well. It might take a little while to get back to your fully restored bubbly self, but it's okay. You know, we got to all start somewhere. Clarify boundaries for yourself. What works and what does not work? If you're burnt out, it might be a good time to revisit boundaries, you know. Maybe talking on the phone to your best friend, you know, at 9 p.m. at night is really fun. And maybe it's really burning you out. Maybe you need to, like, have quiet time at 9 p.m. at night. You know, be willing to, like, look at the me- in the mirror and, and be willing to, like, identify, like, I love talking to you, friend, but I can't talk to you at 9 p.m. at night. Or maybe you do. You know, this is just an example. But some of these might be, like, sneaky. You know, they seem supportive, but actually they're uh, bringing you down and burning you out. Express your needs to yourself. Identify what you need and then let someone else know. Let everyone know over time. You know, if if you can't sign up to volunteer that week at your church, don't sign up. It's okay. Let your friends know. Let your people know. I'm burnt out. I'm going to have to skip this week. Thank you so much for understanding. I love you. Thank you. I'm not signing up. Um, let people know, you know, what is too much for you. Get therapeutic help or consult with people familiar with this issue. You're in the right place if you're watching this rewired therapy. We know how to help you. So, um, you know, reach out, schedule a rewire session. Uh, If you have a therapist outside of rewire, contact them. Sign up for a workshop. Watch your rewire videos. Do your self-care. Read a book that, you know, you bought a year ago and, you know, you've been trying to get to that has self-help tips even just a little bit can go such a long way. Engage the physical body with somatic techniques and actions. I love this one because as you know, you know, if you watch this whole thing, I am a body-based therapist. I specialize in somatic work and I cannot say, speak highly enough of somatic work. So, you know, do some somatic body work, um, get a massage. If you want to hop onto one of these lives, we can do some movement together. Just start taking positive actions in your life, no matter how big or small, and let yourself be realistic with what it is. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day, whatever the phrase is, you know, give yourself time, be realistic, make a plan, visualize your future, and know even just like these bite-sized little things that you can do every day, they make a difference, they add up. So give yourself some grace, make a plan, get an accountability partner maybe, so Yes, please let me know, guys, in the comments. What did I not include? What would you include? What are your secret tips for, uh, you know, healing burnout? What stories do you have? What's working well for you? I would love to just support each other and motivate each other and stay connected. So thank you so much for tuning in. And I look forward to doing this again soon. Good night. Thanks for listening to this video. If you enjoy this video and you are interested in learning more about our multimodality approach to healing the nervous system through different types of therapies, including Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga, drama therapy, somatic experiencing therapy, polyvagal techniques, you can go ahead and click on the link below the video so that you can learn more. Wishing you a beautiful day.